Welcome to Stuff We Love podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Scott from the Stuff We Love podcast. I'm doing a special episode for you here. I was not intending to record, but I just wanted to do a quick show to talk about the Paul McCartney concert I saw last night over at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. I wanted to discuss it with the with you all on the podcast because it was a significant event and we're coming up on Paul's 80th birthday, which is tomorrow, June 18th, 2022. He turns 80 years old. And uh, just wanted to share some uh, of my observations about the evening. Next week, I'm intending to record more of a normal episode with uh, a guest. So I have seen Paul McCartney now many times over the years. I The first time I saw him was back in Washington, D.C. in 2002, so a little over 20 years ago was my first Paul McCartney concert. And I've seen him over these past 20 years at Madison Square Garden, City Field. I even attended a dress rehearsal for Saturday Night Live in which he was the musical guest, which was a real cool thing to see. Uh, also seen him in Philadelphia. Just a bunch of venues. And MetLife Stadium is a massive venue. It really is. It's a football stadium, home of the New York Giants and the New York Jets. And whenever you go to a stadium show, it lacks a certain amount of intimacy. You don't get the same intimacy that you get from an arena concert. That being said, last night was one of the most memorable Paul McCartney concerts I've attended, maybe the most memorable. And I say that because it's on the eve of his 80th birthday. 80 is, of course, a milestone. And I think the audience was ready for a celebration. It was not just a regular concert. The atmosphere was joyous. He brought out several special guests. Bruce Springsteen took the stage and sang Glory Days with him, along with the Beatles song, I Want to Be Your Man. Bon Jovi took, John Bon Jovi took the stage, not to perform, but to lead the audience in a rendition of Happy Birthday to Paul. And those moments really made the show unique. There, there's a certain formula to Paul McCartney concerts over the past several years. Generally the same songs, same um, banter between the songs by Paul, the same stories. And his hardcore fans who have attended many shows are used to all of that. Last night, bringing out Springsteen and John Bon Jovi definitely changed it up a little bit, which was nice. One of the complaints that some people have is that Paul's voice is not what it used to be. And that's true. When people get to be 80 years old, their voice is not what it was when they were 30, for example. But I got to tell you, last night, I thought his voice was the best I've heard it sound in a while. And it almost didn't even matter how he sounded because it was such a thrill to see him in concert, to hear him perform these songs live, and to just get caught up in the atmosphere. It's a, it was a true celebration of music and Paul. And it didn't matter. Nothing else mattered. That being said, like I, I stated a moment ago, he actually sounded really good, and his vocals were the best I've heard in a long time. In terms of the highlights of the concert, 
besides those guest appearances by Springsteen and Bon Jovi. Live and Let Die is always a highlight. If you've seen Paul live or if you've seen him perform on TV like at the Super Bowl, when he does Live and Let Die, there's all these fireworks and pyrotechnics. It's a remarkable thing to see. And the crowd loves it. They eat it up. And every time I see him live, I'm recording it on my phone just because I want to capture that moment. So that was great. Other highlights, you know, the McCartney shows, even though I've heard him perform certain songs live before, they make me realize, his performances make me realize just how great these tracks are. Songs that not everyone may know. For example, he did a song called Letting Go, which is from the Venus and Mars album by Wings. Love that song. Great guitar riffs. McCartney has so many great guitar riffs over the course of his career. Songs like Let Me Roll It, which I've heard him do a million times, but yet sounded fresh last night. And that's the interesting thing. You know, I was saying going into the show that I've heard him perform Blackbird before and Let Me Roll It, songs like that. So how much enjoyment can I get out of hearing him do the same songs live again? And of course, he has a bunch of live albums out on which he has performed these songs. But I got to tell you, last night, for reasons I'm not sure I could truly explain, it just sounded fresh and exciting. And again, maybe it was because of the atmosphere surrounding the show, the fact that he's turning 80 tomorrow. Maybe that created a setting where these songs were going to sound fresh, but it worked. It, it just worked. Um, he did, uh, let's see, Getting Better. Here's the Beatles songs he did. Can't Buy Me Love is what he opened with. Got to Get You Into My Life from Revolver. Getting Better from Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I've Just Seen a Face from Help. That was cool to hear him do that. He did a song called In Spite of All the Danger, which he recorded recorded when he was with the Quarrymen. Uh, it can be heard in a very early version on the Beatles Anthology 1. Uh, Love Me Do, their first single, also appeared on Please Please Me, their first album. Blackbird from the White Album. Lady Madonna, he sang. Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite from Sgt. Pepper's. Something from Abbey Road, which he did as a tribute to George, which was beautiful as always. Obla Di Obla Da from the White Album, You Never Give Me Your Money from Abbey Road. She came in through the bathroom window, Abbey Road. Get Back from Let It Be, and of course the Get Back documentary. Let's see, Let It Be from Let It Be. Hey Jude, I've Got a Feeling from Let It Be. This was cool. What he did on I've Got a Feeling, this has gotten some attention. But Peter Jackson actually isolated John Lennon's lead vocal from the rooftop performance of that song. And there was video footage of John singing that song. You had his vocals backed by Paul's band and then Paul singing with John through the help of modern technology, which was so awesome. Birthday from the White Album, Helter Skelter from the White Album, Golden Slubbers, Carry That Weight, and The End from Abbey Road. Those were the Beatles songs he did. And he did stuff from Wings. He did nothing, I guess, from McCartney 3, which is his most recent studio album, which I'm a big fan of. But from Wings, he did Band on the Run, Live and Let Die, Let Him In, Letting Go, Junior's Farm, uh, Jet. I hadn't heard him do Jet in a few years. So, so that takes you through many of the songs. He also did, as he always has done recently, a tribute to John Lennon of uh, his song Here Today, Paul's song Here Today from Paul's Tug of War album, which showcases the ability of Paul in front of a crowd of, let's say, 60,000 people last night to sing an acoustic song, an emotional acoustic song at that, in a way that created an intimate atmosphere despite the fact it was in a massive football stadium, just a beautiful emotional song. 
it was it was great. And at the end of the concert, Paul said, see you next time. And I got to tell you, I could see that happening. Even though he is turning 80 tomorrow, he seems to have such a passion for playing live, which is quite inspirational. He's performing at the Glastonbury Festival. I believe it's June 25th, a big festival in England. And he just seems to love it, and the crowd loves it. And even though we've all heard these songs so many times, they just don't get old. In terms of the merch, people always want to know what merch do they have. Well, I'll tell you, I got a program, which is a massive program. This is not just some thin program. It's almost like a coffee table book. And I got a cool t-shirt, lots of t-shirts for sale. I got one, which is actually an artist drawing on there. It's really cool. I'm very excited to have that. And uh, that was the show. It was just, it was wonderful. And I'm, I'm so happy to see Paul getting such great attention recently. There's a whole bunch of news articles out there about Paul McCartney as he gets ready to turn 80 this weekend. And he is the most successful songwriter in music history. He perhaps has had more impact on people's lives than any other musician in the past 50, 60 years. He's a legend in every sense of the word. And to be able to celebrate him as he reaches this milestone is just qu- quite exciting. We've done, uh, you know, we've done a lot of Beatles stuff here on the Stuff We Love podcast. We've talked a lot about Paul McCartney on the podcast. Normally, I'm joined by Dan and uh, by Scott. And I, I honestly, like I said, I just put this together very quickly. I'm recording this sort of spur of the moment. So next time we do Beatles stuff, we'll have them on, of course. You know, I, I kind of look at the Beatles and my love of their music as sort of representing not just the music the band made it themselves, but also the work of the individual members after the band broke up. So when I say the Beatles are my favorite band, in my own mind, I'm also thinking of Paul's career with Wings and as a solo artist and John and George and Ringo. I, I kind of look at it as one big category when I say the word Beatles. And I know there's others that feel the same way. I believe I've heard the great... Um, Beatles expert and uh, radio DJ Ken Michaels say something similar to that on his podcast, Things We Said Today. And, and there's so, I, I would encourage all of you, if you haven't yet delved into Paul's category post Beatles, to take the opportunity to do so. There's so much great stuff. Uh, literally earlier today, they announced an upcoming release, which will be a box set that combines all three albums entitled McCartney. There's McCartney, McCartney 2, and McCartney 3. They're going to be together in one box. These are albums that Paul recorded on his own, the most recent being McCartney 3, which was recorded during lockdown, or rockdown, as Paul referred to it. Listen to those if you haven't done so. Of course, get into the Great Wings albums. Albums like Band on the Run, which is the most successful Wings album, I believe. But listen to London Town, Red Rose Speedway, Venus and Mars, Wings Over America, their epic live album, Wings at the Speed of Sound, Wildlife. These are, Back to the Egg is a great one. And then in his solo career, whether it be the McCartney albums I mentioned a moment ago, or Tug of War, Flaming Pie, Chaos and Creation in the Backyard, I literally could list them all and tell you why I'm a fan of each one. But, but get into it. Enjoy them. Flowers in the Dirt, great album. Tug of War, like I mentioned, you know, is, a, is a great, great record. 80 years old is remarkable. It's just, it's great. And 
were so appreciative of Paul and thankful for his music. And that's what made the concert last night great. To be with fellow fans on a summer night in June 2022, even though rain was in the forecast, it didn't rain much. To have 60,000 people singing in unison to the chorus of Hey Jude. To have Paul sounding and looking great. His band was in top form. He had a horn section, which was great. It was a, a night of celebration. And I'll tell you something that Paul has done for me and the Beatles have done for me. I've mentioned this on the podcast before. My being a fan of the Beatles has helped turn me into a fan of so many other musical artists. <coughs> Excuse me. Including artists in genres that have nothing to do with oldies or classic rock. Frank Sinatra, for example, I've become a fan of because of my love of the Beatles. The experience of getting into the Beatles and then learning about them as people, learning about their biography as a group and their biographies as individual people, and getting into their catalog. It, it's, you know, listening to the Beatles and getting into Paul's catalog, for example, and that experience, I wanted to replicate that with other artists. So Frank Sinatra, the Beach Boys, Michael Jackson, and so forth. It's a never-ending cycle. Music is such a wonderful thing. And the reason I say that Paul McCartney changed my life is because listening to him basically showed me what it means to become a major fan of an artist where you know their catalog inside out. And that is an experience that I took to other musical artists in other genres. It's because I'm such a huge Paul McCartney fan that I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan and a huge Casey Musgraves fan and a huge Rolling Stones fan. And on and on and on it goes. It's this wonderful world of music of which Paul is perhaps the biggest star in. So yeah, last night was great. It was a night I'll never forget. This was the Got Back Tour, named after the Get Back film, which premiered on Disney+, Plus. I guess Thanksgiving night 2021. Major success, Peter Jackson documentary, coming out on Blu-ray soon. Just remarkable. And uh, I have a feeling we'll be seeing Paul in concert again. He's that remarkable an artist and performer. And so with that... I'm going to get going for now. Like I said, new episode of the Stuff We Love podcast is hopefully coming out next week. It'll certainly be out soon one way or another. Feel free to check us out online, Instagram, you know, Stuff We Love podcast, Twitter at Stuff We Love pod, Facebook, Podbean, all that stuff. You know where to find us. We thank you for subscribing. We thank you for listening to the show. And uh, listen to some Paul McCartney this weekend to celebrate his 80th birthday. I'm Scott, and this has been the Stuff We Love podcast.